What's up, everybody? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. I'm just heading to the store, picking up some pizzas, some frozen pizzas. Um, Hey, you know what? We actually like it. There's like this brand. uh, It's called Sam's Choice. It's like the, it's just kind of the Walmart brand. It's kind of like great value, but a little bit better. Um, Anyway, they have really good pizzas. Like, no joke. <laughs> uh, we actually, a lot of times, we make our own pizza, uh, and we enjoy doing that. It's actually really easy, and, um, you know, you get some really high-quality crust. It's delicious, and you could be really creative with it. Anyway, so <clears throat> I was talking the other day, um, actually, with my wife about charities and things like that, because part part of what we're going to be doing um in 2022 is uh, we're going to be doing this strategic charity contributions um, in order to maximize our profits. Let me explain. There's two things companies can do with profits, ultimately. One is, I should say three things. One is they can put it back into their business. Two is they pocket the money. And three is that they donate to a charity. Um, let me tell you the pros and cons real quick. So if you put it back into your business, that's great. That's counted as a business expense and is not taxable. Okay. So if you put it into your marketing budget or your, your advertising or you put it into um, some kind of system or process, you know, whatever the case might be, or you, you pay, you hire a, a subcontractor to do something, those, those are all things putting the money back into the business. And there should be a budget for that for sure. Um, when you're starting out, sometimes that budget is like everything. You put 100% back in the business. Um, then there's, what if you just pocket it? Well, the, the challenge there is that if you don't need the money you're pocketing, then all you're doing is kicking, you're shooting yourself in the foot because that money is going to be taxed. And you're, you're going to end up, you know, paying taxes when you don't actually have to because you don't actually need that income, right? Now, I I understand, like, if you want 10K a month, great, right? That There's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying, and then you have a really good month and you pull 20K that month? No, 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 don't do that because all you're doing is you're just paying extra in taxes and you don't actually need that extra money, right? I mean, that's just the way that that is. And so our, our viewpoint on that is, okay, well, what if, if we make an extra amount of money, what if instead we donate it, which again is a tax write-off. So now we're also making an impact. And at the same time, we're not, we're not paying extra money to the government that they honestly don't really need. Okay. Um, and I know for some of you, you might think, well, the government does need our taxes because of all the debt that they have. Okay. Listen, 80% of the world's taxes are actually paid by the top 1% of people. Uh, I'm sorry, of the United States. I'm talking about U.S. specifically. So 80% of the taxes are paid by the first, the 1%, the highest 1% of earners, right? Like Elon Musk paid billions of dollars in taxes. (laughs) Being taxed on $10,000 is not going to make a dent, even if everybody did that. Like it's really nothing. That is not the that is not the solution. Taxes are not the solution to the debt problem. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, so we want charities, and, and we've been looking into a few. 
Um, you know, I have a couple of really big hard spots. And one of the biggest ones that I have is uh, children. I just, I love kids and I hate seeing kids suffer. It's just completely messed up. Like I struggle even to watch a show or a movie where a child gets shot or dies because to me that's like, oh my gosh, it, it just kills me. Uh, one of the worst like shows like that was like The Walking Dead. There was a season where they were like surrounded by zombies and they, you can blend in and the zombies can't see you if you rub like zombie guts all around you and then you walk slowly like them and you don't make any noise other than like grunts. And if you do that, you can actually walk through zombies. Well, a family tried doing that and of course the kid got scared and yelled and he got eaten by the zombies. That freaked me out, man. I could not watch that. That I was, oh man, I had like, I don't want to say I had nightmares, but it's stuck in my brain forever because that, oh, I just can't, I can't do children getting hurt and suffering. Like that, oh, I can't stand that. So anyway, because of that, <laughs> we've been looking for charities with children and things like, things of that nature. Um, I'd love suggestions if you know of things. Uh, we already picked out a few, but, but it'd be great to, to hear other people's opinions there. So just let me know, some feedback there. And then finally, um, I have more feedback that I'm looking for. And this was this is where I get back to talking with my wife and just an idea that sparked from a conversation. See, so guys, my wife had her first son when she was 17, right? So she was a teenager with a baby and she lived with her mom. And so her mom was legal guardian of the child for the first year. And then when when my wife turned 18, she became full custody, like full guardianship and all that good stuff. And then um, started raising her first child. And then a couple years later, a few years later, um, she had another one, that's Orion, and then another one, right, et cetera. So the point is, is we were talking about some other girl that's in the news because she's a teenager, a teenage mom. And so we were talking about that experience and what that's like and how most of them, this is where like abortion becomes a topic and we're not okay with abortion ourselves. Um, just, it's just our personal opinion on the matter. If you are okay with abortion, I do not think you're a bad person. I just think my perspective is better. <laughs> That's all there is to it, as, as do you, right? So, but anyway, so we're talking about abortion and how we're kind of against it, uh, totally against it actually. And, and like, but putting ourselves in a teenage mom's shoes, specifically my wife, right? Like she was in that position and I was asking her questions about that. Like, what was it like? Were you actually doing abortion? It was an option for her, right? I mean, she was young and didn't really know her real perspective on abortion at the time. She'd never had a child, so she didn't really see or understand the value of a child in the womb. And um, she was also considering adoption. And at the end of the day, though, she decided she wanted to have the baby and she wanted to raise this baby. And she wanted to have, have the responsibility of a child because it was her actions that caused said child, right? And so she decided to own up to that and to raise this child as her own because he is her own, right? And, uh, and that was her decision. But there's a big lack of information out there about those options. Like if a teenager actually gets pregnant, what are they going to do, right? They're going to YouTube stuff. They're going to Google stuff. They're going to ask a doctor who's 
whose opinion is is likely going to be biased, just like mine is, right? In pro-abortion or, or against abortion or whatever. Um, like, they need they need facts. They need actual education about the options, so that they can make a choice. Okay, like that's that's pretty much where our mind is at. And of course, um, so so where this conversation kept going then is. My wife and I, when we first met, we were on welfare, right? We were getting food stamps. Uh, we had the state health insurance stuff. Um, and we were living off of that while I was continuing trying to find better jobs and raises and stuff to get off of welfare. And one thing that we found that was really disappointing in that whole system was that it is literally designed to keep you in welfare. Let me explain. If I got a, a better job, okay, so like in one job I was making like 16 an hour, and then I got another job and I was making 21 an hour. And uh, we have four kids at the time. So what happened to my, my food stamps? Well, they, they completely, completely disappeared. But if you like did the math from a percentage standpoint, we should have gotten like a like hundred bucks, you know, or 200 bucks or something like that. Like it was not proportionate. So if you gain a, a raise of 50 cents, you know, which, which pays you an additional, I don't know, what is that? 20 bucks a month, you lose out on like a hundred dollars of food stamps. Like it's, it's not proportionate at all. And so I thought, well, what if we had like, you know, we're talking about teenage moms, we're talking about education there and not just education based on, uh, their choices with their child, but also, you know, education on life, you know, like philosophies and reading the right kind of books and, and proper mindset and proper positivity versus negativity and, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so we're like, well, what if, what if we had like this, I don't know, let's call it a private welfare program. I don't like calling it that, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. And so it would provide like all the education for people, like facts, both sides of the fence as well, by the way, because I believe in that. I think it's important to get multiple, multiple perspectives so that you can make a proper informed decision, right? That's really important to me. So some education bits there and then um, also like helping them, right? Supporting them. So if they, if they decide, you know what, I want to have this child like my wife did and they, that they actually get a source of income from a private source, okay, not from, not from the government, but a private source. And I want that source of income to be proportionate to what they make as a job in order, in order to encourage them to get work or to get education or to get a business or whatever, whatever it is that makes sense for this person. Like the idea would be that it would be kind of welfare the way I think, I think it should be right. Like, I mean, ultimately, yeah, I mean, that's, and it would be a nonprofit charity organization. And what's cool is I would not need fun, you know, investors and funds and stuff like that because I have my own, you know what I mean? Like how cool would that be to fund your own charity? You know, I would still probably advertise for donations and whatnot. Um, I kind of think of it as <laughs> almost like the anti Planned Parenthood. <laughs> you know, it's it does some of the same functions that Planned Parenthood does, except for the fact that it does not necessarily encourage abortion. Okay, like that's that's like the big thing. It's also not funded by the government, and I would not take funding from the government even if they offered it, because that is where you start to mess with the actual mission, vision, values of a company, regardless if it's nonprofit or profitable, right? Um, 
so anyway, just some thoughts, man. I was like, man, that, that would be so cool because my wife has firsthand experience as a teenage mom. Um, she knows what it was like in, in the education she received about her options and what that was like and what was lacking. And then she does know that once you have the child, it feels like the world abandons you. It's like, okay, cool. You, you made what we consider the right choice and, and what you cons- now consider the right choice. Adios, good luck to you, right? And it's like crap because now what do you do, right? You have to rely on family. But some people don't have family that, that's reliable. And um, even my wife's family wasn't all that reliable at the time. And, uh, but she didn't really have a choice. And um, so it would just be cool to have other support options. And, of course, not everyone will qualify. You know, I can't pay for everyone's crap. But you know what I mean. I hope, I hope you get what I'm saying. Let me know what you think about that idea. Um, kind of like a kind of like a private a private welfare program uh, specific for single parents or or young parents, right? Like I'm even okay with that because my wife and I, when we first got married, we needed help, right? Because we have kids and we didn't have the income, and uh, I think that's really really important. So just let me know what you think about that. I think it sounds really cool. Um, I I don't know. I don't know when that would come to fruition. It might be a year or two. I don't know. It really depends because I'll tell you what, guys, uh, today I got like 33% on my account, on my trading account, and I'm saying effortlessly. I'm saying effortlessly. Like what I'm saying is like I'm watching YouTube while I'm trading. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm listening to podcasts while I trade or I'm watching YouTube while I trade. The one thing I can't do is like Netflix because the, the story with Netflix, it it takes me too far in and I'm not paying attention to my trades. Okay. But I don't mind doing YouTube and watching, you know, I like to watch things like, uh, like auditions for America's got talent or what have you, or I like to, I like to watch, I don't know. There's some funny channels I like to watch. I like to watch Mr. Beast. Of course, he's got awesome philanthropy stuff, philanthropy. I can't say that word. I hope you get what I'm saying. Anyway, my point is, is with all of that, um, 2022 is going to be amazing and we're going to have funds for things. Now, the initial thing is though, remember, you want to put the oxygen mask on, mask on yourself before you put it on other people, right? Correct. So not only do I want to be able to support my family in the way I envision, but I also want to use the extra assets to grow more assets. Okay. I feel like diversi- diversifying my wealth portfolio is super, super key and crucial to long-term wealth plans. Um, I want an empire, guys. I want my kids to inherit inherit an empire. Not to be spoiled, but to have choices. There is a difference. You know what's funny? I definitely don't spoil my children, but <laughs> one of them acts totally spoiled. Like, as if I get them whatever they ask for, even though I never do, really. Like, <laughs> it's, very, it's very rare. I usually try to convince them not to get something and uh, use their money more wisely. But anyway, whatever. So now I'm just blabbing. But my point here is that I'm going to have extra funds and we want to do charity donations. We're probably going to, you know, find one or a few that we really like, but it'd be really cool to have my own, right? Or to, you know, and and to have, obviously I would have partners there because I've, I've learned running a business by yourself is just not, it's just not intuitive. It's just, it doesn't make sense. You want to you want to have partners. You need you need people to help you, because you're not going to have all the answers. You're not going to have all the strengths needed um, to make it successful. You got to have people 
that help and complement your skill set. And so I've, I've been blessed to find those partners myself. Took a little while to find them, but they are amazing. And um, can't wait to do future endeavors with them, as well as other team members in our in our movement. Oh, just so many blessings, guys. So many blessings. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Talk to you later.